get out of my way. I'm not for sale no more. This is Mutiny Radio. The show is found rounds and records you're hearing from John Hughes. Movies we heard, Killing Joke. Yellow, Big Audio, Dynamite, Oingo, Boingo, Patty Smith, Six Six, Sputnik, Billy Idols, Ray Charles, OMD, General Public, Psychedelic Furs, Jesus Berry, James Los Lobos, Love and Rockets, Rob Boston, Echo and Bunnyman Vapors, and the Dream Academy. This is the Penguin Cafe Orchestra. Remember in an hour, you got to watch a movie with Carl and Mike, full length, on that less than an hour shit with them. Please send us money.
young girls, they do get weary wearing that same old shaggy dress. Yeah, yeah. But when she gets weary, try a little tenderness. Yeah. She's waiting Just anticipating For things that she'll never, 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 never possess yeah, yeah. While she's there waiting And without them Try a little tenderness
Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Welcome to LWAFLMOIT. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl. Hi, Carl. Hey, Mike. How you doing? Hey, Mike, how you doing? Hey, man, I'm doing great. You know, we are streaming right now on Mutiny Radio, as we do every Sunday, 2 p.m. Uh, Sunday at 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. We are a podcast and a YouTube uh, thing as well called LWAFLMOIT, where we watch a full-length movie on YouTube. Carl, what movie are we watching this week? Today, we will watch Dominion, prequel to The Exorcist. Everybody Ooh. knows Dominion is D-O-M. I-N-I-O-N, D-O-M-I-N-I-O-N, Dominion prequel, one word, to The Exorcist 2005, and the channel we like is A-I-M-A-N, A, is that M -I Artificial Intelligence Man, A-I-M-A-N. Okay, Aben, uh, so go ahead, Dominion prequel to The Exorcist, A-I-M-A-N, go find it, hit the link, hit pause, move it to zero, zero, zero. And we're going to have a celebrity comedian countdown right now. Carl, you are the most popular comedian I know. Uh, so I will give you the honors. We want to make sure the audience is all set, has the movie all ready to go. Uh, make sure you have the sound down and listen to us. Oh, and if you're watching us on YouTube, Carl is doing this in real time. And FYI, we are following what's on the screen here uh, as we watch on YouTube. Correctamundo. Hey, Carl, take it away. All right, so let's get this started. I am I am ready. It was a live show. We're very excited to have Paul here as our countdown gentleman. Let's get ready to Brumba. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, let's get ready to Brumba. Okay, so let's get ready to Brumba. And now, what you've all been waiting for, master of the descending numerals, the countdown king himself. Would you please welcome Mr. Paul Brumbaugh. All right, guys, you know the drill. Put that finger right over that triangle and do it in three, two, one, go. All right. Really excited. I'm also watching this behind me, but that doesn't matter. Oh, let's take a piss. It's time outside. Let's 
A piss is not a piss. Unless you take it outside. Damn. Hey, Carl, turn off the volume. Please. Yeah. No, I, I beg will. of you. Yes. I mean, I love Morgan's Creek and all that, but I don't have to be bombarded by a fucking creek. <laughs> Morgan, shut the fuck up. Morgan Creek. Morgan Creek. Yeah, that's right. And yeah. they really messed up this film, man. Really messed it up. This is actually the tale of two movies. Yeah, I'm really excited. This full length movie from the 21st century is on YouTube. But absolutely, there's this very storied history, Carl. Yeah. Which I, I'm very excited. As producer, you have watched this movie several times and researched it. Yes. Now, what we are seeing right now. It's actually Gangs of New York, a Scorsese film. It's their set, Gangs of New York. But what we're seeing now is the inciting incident that gave our hero, our priest, all of his guilt that made him even reject the church. So he's not the Pope's uh, exorcist. He's a different exorcist. He's the exorcist. He is the exorcist, and in this prequel, he is the character, let's see here, uh, Max von Skydow was in the original exorcist, and his character's name was Lancaster Marin, and that's who we're seeing right now, priest Father Marin, uh, okay. and these are Nazis, it's Holland, and the guy the is- The year, 1944. There was some sort of crime- and he wants to know who is guilty. And he's just going to start randomly shooting 10 people until he finds some, until someone confesses. Okay. But e. yeah. So Father Marin does what he is supposed to do as a priest. He goes, Oh no, please don't. Do not do it. So then SS guy is a complete. Wait, 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 wait. That's how he talks in Holland? <laughs> I know. I guess not. Okay. <laughs> So SS guy is a total jerk and says, you pick the 10 people. Oh, boy. Yeah. And so this will be the guilt. Yeah, they're ripping off Schindler's List. Wait. What the guilt? Whoa, no, whoa. Wait. Oh, this is pretty hairy. Watch where you point that. That's a is lugar. Gonna... Oh, right. The snow is sideways. Crazy. Yeah, it's crazy snow, and there are issues with, the internet points out that there are issues with their uniforms, okay? It, it's, <sighs> it's like he's wearing a private's uniform or something like that. Let me see here. Girl the SS Nazi. officer at the beginning of the movie has no rank or SS rune collar tabs in his tunic. He's wearing a private's green stripes with a private shoulder straps. Mm, I think I know the reason why. Today's oh. Friday, Carl. Oh, yuck! Yeah. My casual day joke. Gross. That's right. You, you could have given me a heads up that someone's head was going to... Ugh. <laughs> yeah, I don't you like should these guys. give me a heads up, not a heads off. Carl, I just want to watch The Exorcist. I don't want to watch Nazi shit beforehand. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what <laughs> is the genesis of his conflict. And the Satan character will try to absolve him of it and win him over in that way. Okay, so now we're going to kill a kid. So he's like, wait, okay, okay, I'll pick people. Okay, okay, you win, I'll pick people. Don't kill a kid. Yeah. You recognize this guy's face, right? 
Isn't he a, a sauce guard? Yeah, I can't yeah. even say his name. S T E L L A N Stellan. Stellan. All right. S K A R S G A R D Scars Guard. I've seen him. I've seen him in everything. Well, you just... certainly know him from the uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe with Thor. And the other big thing was Goodwill Hunting. He was the um, not so smart professor in Goodwill Hunting. I, I never had a chance to see it. I was too busy watching Thor. You never saw Goodwill Hunting? No. And you know what? I don't think I've seen all of the original Exorcist. The Exorcist, uh -huh. the world's greatest, scariest movie. I don't think I've seen, <laughs> like, I've seen the SNL bit and I've seen the uh, with Richard Pryor. That was really funny. And I've seen it on TV where all these curses are not curses, you know, and uh, it's edited. And then I've seen like it un unedited and it's scary. I don't know why I would watch it, but, you know, that and Jaws I haven't seen from the 70s. Okay, and fast forward. It's the future now. And thank God. Is we done? It's the war. Yeah, over. The war is over. And what this um, Father Marin's been doing is he's been going from place to place doing like archaeological digs. Cool. And meanwhile, he's listed as a missing person, and he never went back and reported to the Vatican. He's persona non grata. No, no, uh, they didn't excommunicate him. He is persona oh, not known, what, missing, persona missing? I don't know, is that a thing? Yeah, right. It's Latin for person, and then English for missing. <laughs> he's persona non missing. <laughs> Persona, yes, missing. Okay. Now, from, now, what, from what? Yeah. Okay, we're meeting Major Granville, okay? He's going to be our British army guy in this African nation. And we're also meeting uh, Father Francis, who's going to be the, like, really good-hearted priest. Until the devil fucks him up? He will always be the good-hearted priest. The devil will never get well, he'll get to him, but he'll never begin to corrupt him. There's a nurse, uh, a doctor, there's a lady doctor, and she will get corrupted a little bit. And he, and he will attempt to corrupt uh, Father Marin. And it's going to look like it's going to be successful, but no, he's... Okay, all he's doing now is he's describing they found this church. It's like, well, they don't know what it is. This this site, and it's probably a church because they're guessing and it's from like the 5th century, so I guess that's the 600s. And he's reporting to the British major about it. But he's like, this is an official business. What's this Roman Catholic dude doing here? Uh, exorcist, thank you. Well, for number one, he's a fan of yours. Let's see. Six archaeological digs since the war. See, I it? love these accents. You know I love the British accent in movies. Right. Especially, Especially when they're British. Yeah. yeah. What is he doing here? What's this punk-ass bitch doing here? Well, for one thing, he's quite an admirer of yours. Quite an admirer. <laughs> oh, I, I collected all your uh, whatever you do. I paused for two seconds by a mistake. Fuck, fuck, fuck. So can, at one point, can you tell me what the story is be about this movie? Yeah, it's like I said, it's the tale of two movies. Um, 
Uh, yeah, okay, I'll just go into it. Uh, they started development on this movie in 1997. Ooh, you're yeah. Oh, is it? So we're talking about eight years until it was released into theaters, okay? Eight full years. Uh, in 97, this guy, James Robinson, was developing it. Um, he got the writer who did Terminator 2, Judgment Day, um, the co-writer to, to pen a script. And by 1999, they hired a director, a guy named Tom McLaughlin. Now, by 2001, McLaughlin, I mean, they were all set to shoot in Africa and they were ready to go, but he, he quit because he had problems with the script. And he was just like, fuck this, I'm out of here. Because it's, it's not a, it's not like the, the Exorcist one was all about shock value, right? Um, it, yeah, and it was a spin around. around. Yeah, she's saying curse words in a earlier time in our culture, in which it was like, oh my goodness, well, right? she was a little girl possessed by the devil who was spouting out these horrendous profanities. Yeah, for fun. Yeah, and it was yeah. fun. Yeah. Well, he is our Lord and Savior. Oops, sorry, spoiler. Oops. Oops. <laughs> ah! so, um, <laughs> so the director quits and says, fuck it, I'm out of here. So they get another director um, named John Frankenheimer, and oh, they yeah. sign Liam Nielsen to play Father Marin. Good choice. And yeah. Frank, uh, John Frankenheimer, it must have been later in his life career, uh, but he had a really long uh, history. 2001 was the year in which he was... Oh, wow. Okay. I yeah. got to tell you, this movie might suck and everything, but it is star-powered, and it's got a director who is, I'll talk about him, he's got his chops. It was written by a quality guy. Uh, the actors in it are serious. I know this guy's the poor man's Liam Nielsen, but I'm saying, this movie <laughs> wasn't a bad movie because they weren't Hollywood. They were so Hollywood. They just blew it, you know? Right. Okay, so this uh, John Frankenheimer was like, <coughs> I'm sick. I'm quitting too. And they were like, you're not sick. This is bullshit. And then he died. So yeah, right. he was sick. Okay. So that screwed everything up. And they finally, in 2002, got their shit together again. And they hired a director named Paul Schrader. Now, Paul yes. Schrader, this guy I is the shit. Oh, you hey, if him? you have a chance, yeah, I mean, like, the last couple of films he's done, there was a period that he was making crap films, and then that period ended, and the last three or four films he's done are sublime. So, yeah, keep going, please. Okay, well, first we're meeting Rachel right now. Rachel is a, is a doctor, and um, she and Father Marin are going to form a relationship, okay? And we're just meeting her, and we're learning that she's a good-hearted person who's trying her best to help um where is he is right okay so let me tell you about this director he was um he was a writer he started as a writer and he would either write or co-write with martin scorsese he wrote or co-wrote taxi driver raging bull last temptation of christ and bringing out the dead yeah great movies then he'd move on to direct blue collar hardcore american gigolo cat yep. people um Auto -focus. I don't know, uh, Light Sleeper, Affliction, First Reform. Yep. He's got a long list here. But first, 
First Reform is an amazing movie. So they got the right guy. But the thing is, they told him to film this movie with this script. So he did what he was told. He filmed this movie with this script. And I'll get to why that wasn't good in a minute. Okay, we're about to see our first our archae- first glimpse of the archaeological dig. And it's just a dome. You see these artifacts that they found, including, look, this breaks Father uh, Francis's heart, the little baby. Yeah, I know. It really hurts yeah. him. Yeah. Okay, so now Paul Schrader's on. And they've got all these stars and they start shooting in November of 2002 in Morocco and they spend six weeks filming there. And that's what we're seeing right here. He spends two months in Rome filming and filming wrapped up in February of 2003. And they had a script and they went to the editing room. They did it. They did a preview and showed it to the executives and the executives fucking hated it. (laughs) Now, is this because, yeah. Schrader claims that that they had buyer's remorse. This is the script they wanted. This is the script I shot. What do you want from me? Yeah. You know, I mean, also, I think what they want is with the same issue with any kind of franchise, quote unquote, is that they kind of want, for the sake of the franchise, they want it to look a certain way. And that way, like, you know, so like Ghostbusters, they made a sequel. It was funny. But no, 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 that's not the way. It has to be this way, you know. So we're just going to ignore it, answer the call, and just, you know, do Afterlife and whatever next, you know. So, now, so before I continue telling you yeah. the story of this, I want you to say that what Father um, Marin is realizing this moment is these stones are like fucking fresh and brand new. And what that implies, I mean, they're from the six years, you know, the 600s. So what that implies is that they built the church and they immediately buried it. Oh. It didn't get buried by the sands of time and, you know, erosion. They did this on purpose. And that's really weird. No wonder they didn't answer my calls. (laughs) They They were buried buried in Tanzania. (laughs) Okay, so they hate the cut. It's a hundred. It's it's one hundred and thirty minutes. It's two hours and ten minutes long. And they said it doesn't have any scares in it. It doesn't have any gore in it. And and um, uh, Schrader is saying, yeah, that's right. The script you gave me didn't have any scares, and it didn't have any gore. <laughs> I like how you're just having the director say, "You gave me a job and a script, and I did it." That's right. Yeah. Look, this droid, you see R2-D2? Oh, yeah. This is, you know, he's been acting out, you know, doing different roles. Well, they didn't have any tolerance for some technology droid. They said, this will make a good instrument. Okay. Yeah. Right now, we're meeting um, a guy named... Okay. This guy is named... Amiqui. Basically, he represents the converted African who's become a Christian, and he's really being helpful. Now, uh, Father Francis is here because he's going to teach a school, uh, and so that's what's going on here. It's like 
I will accommodate you in my hotel. I will support you in any way I want. And we're going to have a school. And here's his two children to show what a good place this is going to be for a school. We don't have to build yeah. a fresh one. We got one we already. Got, we have a table right here. Kids are already waiting. Chalkboard. Uh -oh. Church. And he, he's super proud of his kids. Oh, no. This guy's freaking is, out. Is he possessed, Carl? Well, they think it's sunstroke. But it's the devil. Well, we'll never know that. They will just treat him for sunstroke. Little did they know he was twerking. Look at that church, right? That's insane. They they built that and they buried it. Yeah, right away. There must be some backstory there. Yeah, the producer said, "This is not what we want. We wanted more gore. Bury that. <laughs> That's right. Build another one." So they gave him two chances to re-edit the film, and he did. He re-edited it. He made it shorter. He cut things quick so they're a little more scary and. It, it just didn't work. They still were like, your film sucks. So they hired this guy to recut the film without Schrader involved, and Schrader was pissed. Yeah. Um, so the studio met. All right, I'll come back to it in a second. What we're meeting right now is Chuma, okay? And Chuma is basically a cripple, and the, 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 the Africans, the tribal men have shunned him right they think it's something like some sort of evil or something so right. father Marin's trying to like communicate with this guy and bring him along and chuma's skittish and scared and he will later become the plot this guy okay okay but this is a two-hour movie like when does the plot start when well does the we've movie essentially begin? started it we've discovered uh church which for no reason got buried, buried and we've met our main characters that's what's going on here now okay. the rachel comes to treat him for heat stroke and what father Marin sees is that she has one of those numeric tattoos from the holocaust on her arm so she's obviously got some backstory here and when he looks at it she, like, gets snippy with them and stuff. Yeah. But what we're learning is they both have backstories, and this will make them pea, two peas in a pod. This will help them get together. That's I'm just going to put heavy. it up. On... Yeah, sure, go ahead and play it when you can. When, 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 this, when the uh, tattoo is seen, and I don't think it's authentic. It doesn't look like a... Um, it doesn't, I've seen those. There we go, wow. The number. Wow. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. You got something to say, big boy? <laughs> you know. Uh, I think I'll leave the tent now. Yeah, wow. This is a heady movie for a, for a franchise sequel. It's like in uh, yeah. X-Men where Magneto is, happened to be a survivor of the Holocaust, and we'll show you what happened. Right. It's all right. Now, it's it's just another thing where Chuma is uh, making himself scarce, even though he wants to communicate. So now we're going to have the first time that Father Marin. No, we're not. No, we're not. Excuse me. Okay. So the studio said, look, we can't save this film. So they started meeting with other filmmakers and they wanted to direct new scenes and make the film scarier. Okay. 
There were okay. additional photography was planned. It grew bigger and bigger. And this weird guy was chosen to do some rewrites. His name is Carr, Francis Carr. Let me just go there. Caleb Carr, Caleb Carr. Caleb and Carr. he is an American military historian and author. So when you look at his IMDB credits, okay, this is Marin's first encounter with evil. Oh no, CGI monsters. Holy cow, you're animatronic. But Chuma <laughs> saves the day. Right. <clears throat> Not if you were the seagull overhead. He's probably shot you by that point. <laughs> That's right. Luckily, Are there seagulls the out there? No, yeah. it's not the beach. It is the <laughs> desert. Okay. So they were going to... Okay, some of this got reshot. And as we see the film, I'm going to make guesses as to what is the reshot stuff. And I think you'll agree with my guesses. But Yeah, so this... Carl, so this version is the version, the final cut of this particular prequel. And so it's a combination of Schrader and the studio's fingers, right? When it comes to editing. Yes, but there also might be another film involved. You see, at this point, the film, the the uh, Morgan Creek said, you know what? Fuck it. Forget it. Just forget it. This isn't working out. Let's make a new film. <laughs> craziest story so they made another prequel a different that's different right prequel. it's called exorcist the beginning it was released in 2004 and it's basically this script revamped i did not watch it because i only have so many hours in a day right there was course. a guy this named rennie rennie harlan was a, he was now the director and he shot a film in 2003 and in rome and he concluded it in 12 weeks um wow. and then the film was released okay so here we have chi chi again and now he's not hiding in the hills he came down i guess to try to find father harlan or something okay so harlan brings him of course to rachel he needs medical care so rachel gonna yeah okay the point of it is is Chi Chi is trying to, I don't know, get better, make contact, accept treatment, even though the townspeople hate him. He was he risked getting, you know, ostracized and beaten, or I'm not sure what the word is, but he has yeah, but Chi Chi has a gun and Chi Chi like saves them from like CGI monsters. I mean the guy has some, some no good no stuff. that was Chuma. Chuma oh, is African American. He is one okay. of the tribesmen who who is right. hired to help the English, and he's the one who fired off weapons to the sky. Okay. And so who the fuck Chi is this guy? Chi Chi is the cripple. You can think of him that oh. way. Okay. All right. Let me write this down, my Chi Chi. <laughs> okay. Exorcist: The Beginning, a 2004 American supernatural horror film directed by Rent Rennie Harlan. Rennie Harlan. We've seen so one of his movies, Carl's. Yeah, what did we see? I should have caught that. Not on this show, but as a Razzie nomination from last year, uh -huh. he directed that Pierre Bronson, Nick Cannon, espionage oh. uh, thriller. Okay. Yeah. So okay. we. What's yeah. going on right now is more on her side than on his side. 
She is telling her backstory of the tragedy that happened. Somehow she already knows of the tragedy of Father Marin. I don't know how she knows it. But she's getting excited. She is finally finding someone who maybe could relate to her private anguish and misery that she keeps hidden with her big smile and helping people. Sure. You know? So she's getting... But... She is closed soul. She's not easy to share things with others because she's gotten burned. And she, even though he's not a priest this second, he's still officially a priest and he does keep celibate. So she knows there's some barriers here and she's not even sure she wants a relationship. She's just seeing for the first time, here is the only potential partner I've ever met. Oh, wow. Must have been uh, a great team. beginning was retooled from Paul Schrader's already completed Dominion prequel to The Exorcist, which Morgan Creek Productions executive sphere would be unsuccessful. The film was released in the United States in 2004 by Warner Brothers Pictures. Reviews for The Exorcist beginning were negative. It did make $78.1 million worldwide. But... Uh, yeah. I'm not sure how that can be considered a failure because they spent $9 million on it. So I I don't get how that's a failure. But Morgan Creek thought of it as a failure. So in 2004 was the first time they floated this trial balloon. Maybe we will release a Dominion prequel to Exorcist. Okay. So they, re they, they produced and had a final version Yes. of this movie we're watching however yes. they're like shit fuck this movie we're going to make right. another one right. and they make another one with a different director Ray harlan and that gets theatrically released even yes. though the press has been reporting this and everybody knows of this story now i that suspect these are the reshoots that were added on because it's kind it's of schrader-esque it's his dream well it might be schrader-esque but i'm telling you it's detached from the main plot this was right. probably shot in rome you know, yeah. they're not in a desert. Look at this. Good point. Look at this character here. See how the... Oh, she's a, Yeah. Right? They're trying to make... Like, you thought she was facing the other way. They're trying to freak us out here. Look at this guy. Yeah, what's up with this guy? What's yeah. guy? So I think they're oh. trying to beef up the film with... The, the 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 fear that they thought was missing. The Exorcist, man, that movie like made such a mark, right? Everyone loves that movie. And I, I haven't really seen it. I haven't read the, the paperback novel. I haven't really connected. I know that the second movie, the sequel, I should say, yeah. is considered the second worst movie of all time, according oh. to the Golden Turkey Awards. Harry and Michael Medved's book from 1979, they said Plan 9 from Outer Space is the worst movie and 1978's <laughs> oh, bad. Exorcist Two: The Heretic is the second worst movie. Then so, that then, seems like a candidate for your show. And I think there's some deal with like the author of the book wrote the forequel and uh, it had a different name or something. It had a really shoddy history, but it's not like other than the original, which they re-released. They re-released the original in the 90s. And if you ever right. watch Scary Movie 2, they do a really long extended 
Exorcist riff. I with, did uh, see and, that. So it was James Wood playing, and then Andy Richter, the priest, and they go to a house, and uh, shenanigans happen with the possessed girl. And they, you know, I think part of the reason why that was included in a film that was just basically topical references was because The Exorcist was re-released at that time. Uh-huh. Okay. So that, the movie that Exorcist is a moneymaker. It's a classic. It's a real classic. And it's something that Warner has and will exploit till the end of time. And unfortunately, this is what happens, you know? Yeah. I mean, this is the fifth movie in the whole series. They're obviously just trying to milk something here. The guy's name was William Peter Blady. And in 73, okay. it's not exactly in front of me. I hope I'm not saying the wrong thing. In 73, he wrote the book. And they made it into a movie. Uh, where is it? It's not in front of me, so I won't make a mistake. But that's the guy who wrote it. Okay, now, they've done their due diligence and all the dirt is removed. And it's time to go inside. And this is... Look, this Paul Schrader is good. He, I mean, this is directed well. It's it, it's just not an exorcist film, perhaps. You know, one, one thing I will say is that he's a religious person. First Reform is about a priest who just has second thoughts. And a lot of his films are about people just soul-searching and just, you know, facing hardships like that. So there is religious themes in his movies. So... You know, he's kind of grounded in it, even if it's kind of ridiculous. The internet agrees with you and says, Schrader's work frequently depicts alienated men struggling through existential crises, a premise known as God's Lonely Man. Yeah, okay, sure. So I mean, what, what is the taxi driver? Yeah. They're in the church here, and they're realizing, I don't think this is a church. Where are the pews? Mm -hmm. This doesn't look like uh, a place where a priest would stand. And nobody's looking up to the sky. They're all looking down. See, they've all got oh. their spears and everything facing downward. So they're not pointing up towards heaven. Am I getting this right? Well, I mean, you wouldn't point a spear towards heaven, but you're right. They're not... A church is supposed to be all about, you know, it's got the high cathedral ceilings and all the pews are there for people to worship. The uh, place where the priest is is essentially a stage and everything is drawing your eyes upward to have the experience of God. But this seems like that everybody is positioned to keep something down. Right. There's no rec center. There's no uh, gift yeah. shop. There's no coffee hour. Uh, no, co no Starbucks. Room. No Starbucks. No movie now watch, theater. You see the snake? Yeah. Finally, something creepy. Yeah, and dream, that's it, Dream though. not excluded. Well, I'm going to count the dream. That was scary. Whew. What a but dream. But the thing is that you see how Father Francis backed up. It was obviously in the original shooting. So I don't think it was added later. No. But it is out of place. It's completely out of place. Now, Father Francis has spilled his water, and what they're hearing is the water making drips. It isn't just puddles. It's going down to some lower area. That just proves your theory, Carl, that there's something uh, it, underneath. It's the movie. Oh. It's not me. It's the movie. Oh, I well, saw this. Good. 
because there was so much time between when you told me about this film and when we're seeing it, I actually saw it. This is my fifth time. Get out. That's so many times. <laughs> you know, he's a really good director, Carl. I feel bad. Like, sometimes I drag you through the mud. Like, I'll be like, check out this great director. Watch the movie that never got released. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. You've often yeah. done that. With I think of full body massage. So full body massage. Nicholas Rogue, one of the great directors, and I made you watch his worst film. Not that day. Okay, they opened up this sarcophagus. They opened up what looked like a tomb, but it wasn't a tomb. And Chi Chi in his bed, far away oh, no. from this area, was uh -huh. like, "What the fuck? Holy shit!" He freaks out. <laughs> My CD they collection. Like, What's wrong? What's wrong? Yeah, you don't go down even further in a horror movie. <laughs> Not it. Well, if you're cast, if if the script says you have to. Okay, so that's what they've done. They've now gone down into what should I say, labyrinth? This sort of dugout pit area the where it's, it's like e. yeah. And, but at first, they think this must be pagan, and the Christians were saying. No paganism, but but Chuma is there to say, look, I grew up here. These are not our symbols. And stop calling it pagan, you racist. <laughs> Wait, you what? You rapist or you racist? I that. Well, I said racist. He doesn't say that in the film. And he doesn't object when they say, you know, stupid pagan. Now, look, this is Whoa. clearly, yeah. That man. That's got to be Batman. Batman. They're in the Batcave. Or it's Satan. And Chuma says, we never saw Batman franchise here. We don't even have TV. Yeah. I know this is a Warner Brothers film, but we don't have to put Batman in fucking everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so in September of 2004, Morgan Creek began discussions with Schrader on the possibility of of giving the film a limit, limited theatrical run if he redoes it. Now, look, Schrader went to the to the film, to the preview. Wait a second. I'm so sorry. I told you that the budget was $9 million. At this point, they had spent $90 million on Exorcist to begin and only made seven. Whoa. Whoa. Nine-D. Nine-zero. Yeah. So Schrader goes and sees it and says, he tells this uh Guy, a reporter from the Independent, he's like, this is such a piece of crap. I bet you there's a chance I can get mine resurrected. Sure enough. Oh. Yep. Now, they only gave him $35,000 to recut it and get it ready for the theater, which was not fair. So he couldn't do the color coding with professional people. Him and the <coughs> editor had to just make guesses. He couldn't do a good soundtrack to it. They kind of shot themselves in the foot. Check this out, Mike. These crazy hyenas attacked the cattle, but the cattle fought back and killed them all. Then the cattle ate the hyenas, and there's some sort of poison on the hyenas that's killing all the cattle. Oh, boy. Too soon, Carl. So the local tribesmen come down and go, what the fuck, dude? Clearly there's some evil in that church. You got to stop digging now. Right. So Father Marin's like, we did stop digging. He's like, well, then you got to rebury it because look what's going on. Ew. 
That's the right. worst fruit roll-up I've ever seen. Yeah. Yeah, that one is, is sangry. It's blood-flavored. So sangry. Now, poor... It's now extreme sangry. Buy. It got me... You don't... Don't get me sangry. You, <laughs> you, like you won't me like me. When I was angry. Okay, so now Father Marin is showing off to Rachel. Like, look how great this is. These are artists and... She has all sorts of questions. What's going yeah, on? Like, why does it? Why does it look like a descent of hell? And what? he's saying, no. "Well, this is God's holy war of the angels of Satan versus um, the angels of God." You know, this is in the Bible. And let me turn it up one second. Sure, it's the war of heaven. God's angels fighting Satan and his legion, cast into the underworld. It's the now, I did wow. read the Bible cover to cover when I was 15, but I yes. don't think I did a very good job of it because I went, rrr, 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 because I don't remember hardly you, anything. Yeah, you but, keep telling me you read the Bible. I get it. <laughs> but this not, is in, uh, what else did I have to do? There was no internet. So Right. Oh, hey. <laughs> this is all covered in the Bible. God's holy war when Satan rebelled and wanted to stop the worship you know we don't have to kiss your ass all the time he got a legion of angels to follow him got look at them chopping off the head chopping of off the head the halo oh, remains yeah that's right hello hey halo so anyway halo. <laughs> and this is how satan gets cast down into the underworld this is um saint matthew is the uh, I don't understand the whole backstory of it in terms of Christianity, but it's appropriately themed. Um, and it it tells more about the, the church because this is a place and we're depicting God's holy war and it's buried and we're keeping down this evil that's below. So it all goes together. I guess I'm lost. I'm confused, man. Why? How is this dull movie so confusing? Uh, it's just what's confusing. They found they, basically they, what is turning out to be a way to suppress Satan, and they're opening it up, sort of like releasing Satan, even though they don't understand that. Now this is interesting because as a prequel, both characters show up in The Exorcist, right? Max yes. von Sydow and the devil. So none of them are right. going to be hurt in the prequel. Like the devil is going to make it out okay. Uh, the devil is cast out of a particular human being. Okay. Uh, the devil was never in any threat to be destroyed. They just wanted him out of this possession. Okay. Oh, so this is like my first exorcism, right? I mean, like <laughs> he gets to, we get to see his first exorcism, and that way, well, when you watch the other movie, you go, "Oh, that makes so much more sense." Well, I don't think so, because even in the Bible, uh, the the soul of Satan was in this man, and Jesus took it and threw it into these pigs, and then the whole herd mm -hmm. of pigs went into the water. It's a, it's a and drown themselves. It's a creepy story. Um, okay, so Father Francis says to Father Marin, "Look, there's all sorts of artifacts here. There's jewels. This is going to get looted." And Father Marin's like, "Don't be so uh, naive. 
the museums are full of looted stuff. And he goes, Father Francis says, insists, no, we need the military to come here and protect this dig. So Father Marin is like, fine, if that's what you want, fine. And that's what they do. Because they know it's an evil church under, under there. No, not because they know it's an evil church. Because if you have an archaeological dig, that's worth a lot of money. And if there's encrusted jewels and diamonds and rubies and stuff, that's another of money. So they want the military to guard it. But the thing is, Mike, guard it from who? The tribal men? They're not going to steal. They, they don't want it. They want them no. to close down. See these two soldiers here who are yeah. guarding it? The uh -huh. one who's the underclassman to the other respect the stripes boy kind of guy, he's saying, we could go in here and nick us some jewels, we could. We could. They can't. All right. They can't arrest us for taking a look, eh? Now. A little tomb raiding, huh? Yeah. Now that one of the tribesmen sees they're going inside the church. Right. And I like okay, that. So he doesn't like that. So Schrader was given the opportunity with another editor to re-edit the film, but he but, but he was in handcuffs, you know, and 20 minutes of the, he couldn't do anything with the soundtrack. So he had to use. Um, OK, this is a disgusting scene and okay. I'm not going to look at it when it comes out. This doctor has come from Nairobi and what he's going to do is break Chi Chi's leg and reset it. That's what he's here for. Yeah. Now, this is some dis birth that's not natural. Something's going wrong with this birth. Oh, and gross. This tribal woman is freaked out by it. Something evil is afoot. And yeah. That's not his foot. Right. Now, did you see how we saw the bone? Isn't that horrible? Yeah. Now, here are the soldiers... And they see all the gems, and they're like, let's just pry a few of them loose for ourselves. Yeah, nick them one. What the hell? Yeah, nick them. Um, the first 20 minutes of the film were scored by the American metal band Dog Fashion Disco. The mm. unusual choice stemming from Schrader's son's affection for the group. So Schrader's kid said, Dad, Dad, check these guys out. Dog Disco something Disco. Yeah. Oh, American metal like band Dog Fashion Disco. Dog, Dog fashion, fashion Disco. In March 2005, after a private uh, screening in New York. Yeah, look at the baby. Oh, no, I can't looking. look. Oh, I can't look. It's a maggot, you faggot. What, Carl? Sorry, it just rhymes and I'm it rhymed. I got you. I was but born you, in yeah. 1966. Forgive me, woke world. I'm sorry. Okay, Look, let's move I'm on. I'm going to die, and you guys will reign, so don't worry about me. Fine, you didn't say the word again. Let's move on. Okay, fine. Don't be such a... Not going to say it. Okay, now, something's gone on, and Major Granville is here to check it out with Sergeant Major Harris, and what Ooh. they see is disgusting. Wow, we didn't get to see it, though. We didn't get to see it. And Wait a all minute. we're going to hear is the report of what happened from the tribesmen who saw it. So so the devil be killed him and beheaded the other guy? The devil? What the tribesmen report is, 
these two were stealing jewels and then they became crazy and they mm. started to fight each other the one killed the other with a beheading and then killed himself by hanging upside down and stabbing his wrist yeah see major granville is not going to believe that and he is going to say that the tribesmen did this but father marin and father francis are going to say look this is all christian imagery like john the baptist being beheaded like <laughs> um saint um I, I i forget maybe we'll listen later being hung upside down it's christian imagery but Granville, he will not accept that. He just can't believe it. What else would the... They hired a priest, and he's like, yeah, I think it's religious, dude. Okay, thanks, priest. Glad we have you on the team. Anything not religious? No? Now, okay. Check this out. This is, like, this is meant to freak you out. This whole valley. What's going on here? He goes, what are you talking about? What's going on here? Nothing's going on here. Uh-huh. Why don't you stay a couple of days? We hardly had any rest. I'll show you the dig at the church we found. Who's in charge here? The military? Major Granville? Not you? <laughs> no, not me! No, not me. Oh, this is a fucked up place. It's really well shot. Yeah. You take care of yourself. Lancaster. You Don't call me. Yourself. I'll call you. Yeah. So the thing is, we don't find out why he's so freaked out and everything. It's just meant to continue yeah. to let us know that something's afoot here and nothing is right. Something's really wrong. Okay. March 2005, after a private screening in New York, the film was titled Paul Schrader's Exorcist, the original prequel. They titled the yeah. film... Paul Schrader's Exorcist. No, but they don't like Paul Schrader. They said, we're going to make our own movie. Yeah, but now they're like, oh, that's... hey, look who we got all along. Right, exactly. Yeah. Uh, other working titles at that time included Exorcist 4 and Dark Angel. And by April, the film was officially titled Dominion and was released. Now, it got a limited release in only, um, you know, just a few theaters they had spent 90 okay they had spent 90 million no 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 wait uh yeah i guess it was 90 million and the film only made $250,000 it seems like a dvd release yeah like if you purchase uh exorcist the beginning you get paul Schrader's exorcist the beginning as well yeah well, you do. There, the, the DVD release is that way. You're right. Um, oh, yeah. See. All right. Uh, film was released in DVD in 2005, blah, blah, blah. It included audio commentary by the director, Paul Schrader. Wouldn't oh. that be great to hear? Yeah. Oh, but yeah, absolutely. Let's get him on the podcast. 10, 2006, the film was released to, to home video with The Exorcist, the Exorcist, the version you've never seen, Exorcist 2, The Heretic, Exorcist 3, and Exorcist. The beginning box set titled Exorcist, the Complete Anthology. So they just said, let's just dump this thing. 
Well, you know, that's the thing. Like when they, the version you never seen before, that was the version they re-released. So they yeah. were just printing money out of this. So why yeah. not? Yeah. If we shot it, let's release it. Yeah. Okay. Hey. So now they're saying Granville, like they, one killed the other and then killed himself. He's like, fuck that. Listen to him. Such obscenities. I'll arrest him, Chuma. Yes. But and you as well, do you understand? Oh. It's absurd. The idea is absurd. Ridiculous. It's this guy. I'm supposed to accept this was some sort of acrobatic ritual murder and suicide. It's not only absurd, it's an insult. Those men it were is unbelievable. Yes, please, please, I don't need opinions, Merrick. I don't like, need opinions, Merrick. If he was beheaded, I'd be like, sure. But also, he was upside down. He got the knives in him. That's right. yielding the lily. Why would they do it? Why would the, the tribesmen would just kill him? Why would they hang him upside down and yeah. put his head on the altar? It doesn't really make sense. Schrader was given no money for publicity or music production. Mm. Uh, 35 grand is what he got. Morgan Creek chose to release the release date of May 20th, the weekend Star Wars Episode 3 Revenge of the Sith came out. Oh. Hey. The whole thing was not managed well. The only thing they did well was say, let's release a full DVD and make some bucks. I think that's kind of classy. I mean, they had both of them, and I'm sure the fans want to see them. Because it, it was the completed... one thing that it was this story was reported IRL. I mean, while it was unfolding, it was people were aware of it. And, you know, horror fans are the greatest fans. They love the properties. They love the movies. They'll be willing, you know, they, every horror fans watch some ridiculous movie sequel after sequel. Yes. So they're willing to do it for something classy as The Exorcist. So, yeah, I mean, it's just at that point you want to watch both. Now, I feel like now, I'm going to have to watch the other one. Yeah, uh, the 2004 one, right. The Exorcist yeah. beginning. Uh, I I just don't have that many hours in a day. Okay, so Father Marin has come to see Rachel, but really it's about checking on Chi-Chi. How's he doing? He's been operated on. And she's like, how's he doing? Great. Yeah. You would not believe it. It should take weeks for him to heal off the, after this operation. He's healing right now in record time. It's incredible. Wait, that operation we watched with the bone grows? Yeah. What's happening here, we'll later learn, is that Satan is perfection. He is the angel that is perfection. At least he thinks so. So much so that he wanted to challenge God and say, look, I don't want to worship you. I'll just, you know, let me yeah. be my own dude. Uh, give me some. It, it, it got know, awkward in the office. What? <laughs> it got awkward in the office. You're like, hey, yeah. all right. Satan, take it down or not. He's their boss. Yeah, I know yeah. you're handsome, dude, but... Yeah. So Satan was like, just like Lex Luthor's like, hey, come on, give me Australia, right? Right. So he was like, give me... So God said, out, you know, rouse, and then he started a, a big war. So since Satan is perfection, what he's trying to do, and this wasn't in Exorcist 1, which you never saw, he's trying to make Chi-Chi's body perfect. And that's so he's healing Chi Chi so that he can come into him and possess him and be perfection. Now, Linda Black, 
she was became a sensation after The Exorcist, and she Linda she Blair. made movies. Linda Blair, yeah, Linda. I'm thinking of Karen Black and Linda Blair. I get the two mixed up. Okay, well, I'm not Karen. Well, you don't care about it and about it. So they she did a movie called Repossessed. Did you ever see that? A Exorcist no. parody starring uh, Linda Blair and oh, you did uh, a parody. Okay, yeah. Mike, let me just tell you that I saw The Exorcist and I thought it was an absolutely stupid film. And right. I don't need to know why everyone loves it. And that's it. I walked away from the franchise. I never saw. Do you like Exorcist movies? Like, do you mm-hmm. watch those, that couple, the Conjuring couple? What Remember there's no. like uh, a married couple that uh, has made three movies and they're like, oh, who's being possessed today? Oh, honey, <laughs> it's our neighbors. Oh, well, we should visit them. No, I, I never. Okay. Now, what happens here is like a replay of the SS dude, okay? Oh, so, no. Yeah. So Father Marin has many, many, many issues with what's going on here. Hey, later, as a member of the audience, me too. I've already sat to the, the first scene. Well, late, well, he wants to know who fucking did this, and he wants to fucking know it now. And he's pulling out guns, and he's yeah. like, if you guys don't fear me, I will give you a reason to fear me. Oh, boy. You tell him who did it. Now, you see Chi-Chi waking up. Yeah. Now, it's unclear to me if he doesn't like this or he does like this because he's getting possessed. I'm not sure. Now, later we're going to, I mean, look, Major Granville just doesn't have the personality in which he's going to act like some SS guy. So something is going on with evil. Look what he just did. Knocked him out as as it does. Now, now he's at it. Now he's like, you don't believe me. You don't fear me. So I'm going to fucking show you right this second. I'm not kidding around. He takes a little girl. Yeah. This movie. This movie, man. Oh, there you go. Priest yes. punches you for that. Marin couldn't handle... Okay, you just called him a priest, and that's kind of true, but not really. He's not practicing. You know what I mean? He's Ugh. still celibate. He still prays. He's still all about God, but he's he's mad and conflicted, and he's got guilt over what him not taking action against the SS guys. But so why is he there, then? I don't get it. He is there for... I don't know. He he. After the war, he just started being part of archaeological digs. I don't know why there isn't a. I really thought he was like a actually. like a religious consultant or something. Like we need to have a priest aboard. No, he was there as an archaeologist, and gotcha. Father Francis came to this, like sort of on a mission mission as a missionary. He came to this town to start a school. Now Father Francis gets our gets his dream sequence. Oh, good! I'm glad. Is it going to be in Rome? We we don't. I guess I shouldn't have said that because there there'll be more later. He he. I'm okay. sorry. He gets interrupted right now. He gets woken up. Oh. Now Francis, Father Francis, is now having a serious inner conflict. Because he is the one who said, go get Major Granville, bring the troops here to protect the temple. 
And that led to his own troops committing a crime and this murders of them happening and a little girl getting shot. So he's taking all the responsibility. Let's see if I can have some dialogue here. I can't seem to touch the volume. <laughs> Uh, I guess I can't. The um, For some reason, the screen isn't... Oh, no! I pressed stop! Here we go. Okay, there you go. I missed it. I missed it. But, oh, damn it, I did it Seems again. fine. I can tell uh, you where I am. No. Why are you anywhere, Mike? You're supposed to be watching it on screen. I am. I'm watching it on the screen, and behind me is another version playing. Why? I have both at the same time. Why? I've, and I've been drinking coffee and trying to eat chocolate and just being discreetly. I've been going like this. Okay, well, that part, I don't have a question why. You're allowed to eat chocolate and do coffee. But if we're watching this movie together, let's watch it together. Okay, never mind. I'm watching it right here. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <clears throat> hey, yes, sir. Yeah, hey, go, girl got shot again. Terrific. Saw it. Thanks. Okay, so Thanks, William Wisher Jr. authored this. You know, Caleb Carr came along and helped later, but William Wisher Jr. either wrote or co-wrote The Terminator in 84, The Abyss, Terminator 2, Judgment Day, Die Hard with a Vengeance, Judge Dredd, Eraser, The 13th Warrior, Exorcist, The Beginning, Live Free wow. or Die, IT, which is Steven Spielberg. They, okay. they got a serious writer and a serious director to make this not good film. Yeah, they got the, the guy who wrote uh, the third sequel to Die Hard to write a shitty film. <laughs> well, what I'm trying to say by that is he's a Hollywood player who has proven sure. himself time and time again. You can't listen, you can't go wrong with Paul Schrader. Even he has a period, I guess this was one of his films where he had a quote unquote creative lull. And he, but even those movies are great. I mean, I, I enjoy this guy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so. Here we're getting the, for the first time ever, Father Francis is like, dude, what about your immortal soul? Look, you walked away from God, but faith proves that you can, you know, just ask to come back. He will let you in. He will. And then, and then Father Marin's like, you don't know my soul, you know, and he sort of storms <laughs> off and. Let's put on a little, if I can. Out of it. love. And if you find now that you're lost, you must have faith that his love will guide you back. Oh, faith love is a girl's name. And Marin is trying to be like, mind your business, but it's touching him. I love when the priests are like, I'm curious the collar. <laughs> we missed the scene where he puts his gun and collar on the, on the boss, on the sergeant's desk. I quit. Uh -huh. Right, I quit. Right, he takes off his collar, his badge. Puts his gun. His badge. His gun. <laughs> I'm out of here. Now, this guy's a good actor. He really is. Um, okay, so let me just tell you, he was in um, Goodwill Hunting, King Arthur, The Unbearable Lightness of Being. Right. He was oh, in wow. Angels and Demons, movie. Pirates of the Caribbean. Both of them, you know, like two of them. He was in Thor. Um, he was in a, you know, a bunch of. Okay, now 
they didn't expect anyone to be in school because of the murder, right? And then he's like so happy and thank your families. But now he's learning the fucked up news that that the tribesmen believe that Jesus Christ killed this girl. And if they don't come to school, Jesus Christ will kill them too. Well, that's not the Christ I know. That's not the Christ I know. So now a tribesman will come in and say, and start doing a mass murder. Oh, right. Oh, geez. Isn't that great? Look at his eyes. Oh, because Jesus Christ fucked him up. Well, that's right. He's there. No, well, he is there to stop the evil of Jesus Christ is what the argument will be. Okay. But Marion here is yelling. Wow. I don't like yeah. kids running around in this movie. They yeah, well, he's running around. away. Some horror, you know, horror movies stop killing kids after a while. Yes. And we're not there yet. Now. Yeah. One of the kids that this guy killed is the son of the converted um, cri cri uh, tribesman who's a Christian now. Uh -oh. And he will say to Marin, like, is this what God does to his people or whatever? Oh, and Marin's going to say, yes. Listen to it. It's really All creepy. Right. What did he say? He said... But you had to kill them to stop the Christian evil from spreading. Listen to this. This father? Is this how the Almighty treats those who have kept faith with him? Yes. Isn't that creepy? Wow. And you notice how like it cut from different like different Look 180 shots. Oh. That was creepy. How it uh, cut from, like, well, 180 you, degrees? Yeah, 180, like, you see both actors, but you have these great views behind them. I don't know. Yeah, the thing is, there's this 180-degree rule in film. You're not supposed to do that, but it can be broken very often when you're trying to do it for a drama reason. Not right, and also a COVID reason. The last things I've seen from the last yeah. three years, they do it all the time. They might have a stand-in so you can see a shoulder in the corner. You know, but it's usually like, hey, it's so nice to be in this romantic place. I agree. <laughs> it looks like a TikTok video. So now something miraculous is happening. Not only is Chi-Chi's leg recovering, but his messed up hand, which nobody touched, is right. starting to get normal. Thank devil. Thank, yeah. Oh, thank you, Lucifer. <laughs> you know. Why can so they should have called this prequel, uh, Oh God, You Devil, Book Zero. <laughs> they should have called this like uh, Pre-Torah, right? Like uh, Pre the Older Testament. The Oldest Testament. That'll be my yep. Bible prequel. This guy, Chi-Chi, right? In real life, he's a Filipino and he is a, um, he's a musician. He's a famous Filipino, I, I, I want to say rock star, but I don't think that's appropriate. Um, okay, let's see here. His name is Billy Crawford and um, 
He's an actor, singer, musician. He's famous in the Philippines, but also around the world. He's got a, singles called uh, Trackin', When You Think About Me, You Didn't Expect That, and among others, Filipino, Filipina Girl is a big hit of his. He hosts talent shows like Pinoy Dream Academy, Filipinas wow. Got Talent, Your Face Sounds Familiar, Your Pino Face Sounds Boy Familiar, Band Superstar. I don't know. It's the list goes on and on. But the reason he got cast in this film um, is Billy Crawford was called for an audition when casting staff saw a cover of his album Ride, where he was portrayed in demonic fashion, wearing a hood and with eyes that resembled the demon. They were like, who's going to be Chi Chi? Who's going to be Chi Chi? <laughs> hey, boss! Look at hey, this! Hey, boss! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so wait a minute. How many more obscure musicians get a free ride in this movie, right? You have the soundtrack by the director's son's favorite son's band. Favorite band. You know, yeah. they said, like, hey, go find uh, some imagery for demonic stuff. Well, we bought this album. Dude, you just saved me a lot of legwork. Just get that guy. We're done. <laughs> okay, now, Father Francis. Now, this guy's a good actor, and he's really showing that right now. Um, Let's see here. Father Francis. His name's Graham Gabriel Mann. Gabriel, Gabriel Mann. He was in Josie and the Pussycats. He was Great in movie. Buffalo Soldiers. He was in The Born Identity. Huh. But what I'm trying to tell you is right now he's doing some serious acting. He is a hurt priest who's seen murders. Who's... Uh -oh. But look, see, he touched. Ah. Right. It burnt him. He goes, don't touch me with that priest. And oh. then he's, boom, back to normal. Did he use the devil voice? Yes. Now, check this out, Mike. The devil voice is really the director, Paul Schrader's wife. Wife's rock band or just the wife? Yeah, right. Mary Beth Hurt. Paul Schrader's wife does the uncredited oh. voice of Chi-Chi. Now, I know why, Mike. They were in that editing room with only 35 grand, and they were like, Billy sounds <laughs> Billy. We need something. And they said, so what are you doing this afternoon? Yeah. Oh, nothing. Would you Can come you go to the booth, pretend you're devil? Sure. Okay, Ed cut. Okay, honey, that'll be 3400 Can you give me $3,500 for that? So... I'm when the first time that Satan speaks, he says, I am perfection, and I'm gonna play it. And you'll hear okay. you really can't tell it's a female voice. You really can't your mind never doesn't think it's Chi Chi. And when you say Mary Beth Hurt, the the actor, right? I don't know. I didn't research it. It's the yeah. wife of Paul Schrader. Mary Beth Hurt, is that an actress that we should know? Yeah, I mean it's ringing a bell. Yeah. I, I can't tell anybody from here, so I don't know what the fuck's going on. Well, I but would yeah. Google it if I cared. Okay. Here, let me do it. Does the dog... Die. Die. <laughs> Does Lucifer die? No. No. Mary Beth Hurt, American actress. Aha! Interiors, world according to the GARP, six degrees of separation. Oh! All right. World according to GARP. I wonder if she was the wife. So, um, you know what my favorite movie was during summer camp? 
the world according to Gorp. Good old raisins <laughs> and peanuts. Yeah, you're doing a, yeah. hall, a hike, some chocolate chips. Some okay. bug juice. Essentially right now, Paul, a reverend Father Francis is saying he's possessed by the devil. And Father Marin is like, come on, dude. All this <laughs> mumbo jumbo. Ex-Father Marin. His, his forehead is burned. Did I hallucinate that? And he goes, well, you know, it's a burn and it kind of resembles a cross. You know, so Father Marin, even though he's saying like, this can't be real. He is listening. He's listening. You know, I mean, there are some yeah. inexplicable stuff here. But this and is the first time, healing. like this is the first time he's really kind of sensing the super, experience the supernatural, other than those those creatures beforehand. I mean, the worst thing that happened was the the Nazis. They had to deal with that as an audience right. member. It was hurtful too. But it, you're right. It wasn't supernatural when he saw the hy hyenas. Okay, their eyes glowed red, but yeah, that doesn't right. mean. Yeah. So what I mean, Father Francis is saying is. We got to baptize this guy. We got to baptize this guy right now before Satan gets his foothold in this guy. And, you know. But, yeah. And Father Marin is saying, are you kidding in this volatile time with these tribesmen thinking Jesus Christ is evil and we're bad? We're going to take a hated, shunned man and baptize him? You're going to start a war. No, they don't know. You'd be like, "Can I borrow the swimming pool?" <laughs> yeah. Any any reason? Okay. No, well, no reason. Well, one. That's reason. bad idea number one. Bad idea number two is let's do it in the church that we unburied because they've got. No, they're going to baptize them in the devil church. <laughs> yes, they're going to baptize them in the devil church. The one that was buried after it's being built. Ripple stupid. <laughs> Well, I mean, we still have another, you know, chunk of this film. We got to have something happen. So this Caleb Carr was hired to help rewrite this film, and he does. And then when he saw it, he was like, this is garbage. So mm -hmm. he was very vocal. Okay, now, like I told you before, Granville's not the kind of person who just goes around killing people. Something was possessing him or something. So now um, Sergeant Major Harris is going to him and Granville's all freaked out and he's not behaving well because he's racked with guilt. And he says, I have a message from Marin. I know okay. what you've been going through for all these years. Let me put it on. The World War II stuff. By the way, they say that so the British you... uniforms are all wrong. Just like no, that. They weren't worn oh, after right. the Second World War. No, anyway, right. the internet knows that these these outfits are bullshit, okay? I shall be down in a moment. So. So he's freaked so, out. Oh, and Sergeant Major. And he goes, wait, wait, I got a message so, from Aaron. I shall need you to give Mr. Marin a message. Mm -hmm. Yes! Oh! Tell him. Lock the gates. Tell him yeah. I know now how it's been for him all these years. But tell him there's no way out. Other okay, than... well, that's good. Stop! No! 
God damn this movie. This fucking Jesus. movie. <laughs> this is the third time I've seen the guy someone gets shot in the head. I've seen sexual suicide. I've seen a Nazi shoot a woman's head. And then I've seen a Brit shoot. Yeah. That wasn't even the same Brit. Like, no, if, if the Brit who shot a child in a movie puts a gun well, to his head, I'll be like, out of uh -huh. He killed himself out of guilt. Now, Major Granville... If you look at all his credits, his name is Julian Wadham, and it's all English. It's all English. So I'm only going to tell you he was in this and he was in Dominion. He was uh -huh. in both Exorcist, the beginning, and this one. And he no, was in the Iron character? Lady. He was in the English Patient. Huh. But well, everything else. What? English have a lot of patients. <laughs> everything else that he was ever in it's like some english film we've never heard of the english patient the english patient what patient dog <laughs> <laughs> okay so now granville is telling him the fucked up thing there's no way out but killing yourself that was his message look at this Yee, he's Super doing some exercise twisted Supernatural. Supernatural. Okay, so... What's the message? No, Tell look, me the message. Yeah. These, the message is kill yourself. Now, when I saw this guy's face, I knew it right away because there's this movie, Alien 3, and he plays sure. the dumb guy in it, and I loved that movie. I saw it a million times, and that's where I know him from. But you might also know him from The Crying Game, from... Killing Bono from Amistad. Well, Amistad's an American movie. I might have known him from that. Yeah. Killing Bono. Did I say Bono? That was a you Bono. Said that was a Bono. Are you against it or are you pro Bono? I am pro Bono. Uh, right. But, uh, so say his earlier words. Earlier band. Earlier, earlier days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's when, that's when the lawyer starts charging you. If I hear that joke one more time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, finally, get a shave going. So. I didn't realize I'm going to be look, on the screen the entire time, Carl. I would have shaved. Now, look, Marin, right now, for two seconds, considers suicide. Oh, yeah. I took the advice. Yee, not by razor. That's a way out, dude. You want out? It works for Granville. Granville is gross. So, he, so Granville was the one who ordered. He shot the girl, right? And then he yes. shot himself. All right, yes. well, that's retribution. So I he just, got what was coming to him, and he gave it to himself. I really enjoyed the movie Prey, which is kind of the prequel to Predator. It, it was it premiered on Hulu. P R E Y. I, yeah. So basically, it's a hundred years or ago prior to the first movie, let alone the sequel or the sequels, and it's just basically this girl fighting, uh, hunting, and and stalking the predator. Okay. And it's it's a really cool movie. Oh, I saw it. Which she's got yeah. an arrow. She's yeah. She's, she's Native American or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. That movie. So I, that I, was I, a good film. So that took the spirit of why we love a movie so much to make it turn into a franchise, right? Yeah. Everyone loves Predator just because it was that battle. So they made a sequel. They had Aliens versus Predator. They had Predators, you know, whatever. They ran with it. But that one really kind of captured their spirit. I don't know about this film. No. If it captures the spirit of an exorcist. No. The it's exorcist, religious. 
all about, I guess I already mentioned, you getting shocked. Someone who you didn't think would ever be possessed, getting possessed, and what are we going to do about it? And, you know, the power of Christ compels you. They don't even say in this film. Okay, now, he's about to get baptized, and you know this is a bad idea. Yeah. And we're about to, Satan's about to say, fuck this, you're not baptizing me, and he's going to come out. Did you see the prequel to The Sopranos? The many states of. Hold on. They're out of here. Okay, so because the major killed them himself, they were burying it, and the army was playing taps. And the internet reminds me that taps is an American thing. You don't play taps for the British. So right. it was like a fucked up thing, a, a mistake in the movie. It was fucked up. He played Reverly by mistake. Come on, dude. Guy's funeral. Show some respect. Now they're not. They're not. Okay, so who's inside but Rachel and Father Francis and Chi-Chi, and they're going to do the baptism. Now, I don't understand why why uh, Marin is not part of that, but he's not. He wouldn't approve of it, right? He would kind of have a bad feel of it. Like, he really could have a baptism over that mural. Look at that. Perfect. Uh-oh. Getting better. He's getting perfect. Getting he's getting red-eyed. Good shit, man. Did you feed him that brownie? <laughs> uh oh. His fever's back. Does his head spin around like in the original? Nope, nope. The oh, thing is, if this is a prequel, they really don't do any of that stuff. Which is good. I prefer it that way. Was, it becomes his his fever's back. We gotta get him to the infirmary. And he goes, No, his fever's back because of Satan. We gotta baptize him now. In Satan's church. Yeah. Well, in the church that was meant to keep Satan down, but they uncovered it and released Satan. Uh-oh, now Mo Green gets shot in the eye. The baptism continues. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, right, right. Up. Oh, he's alive. Oh. Watch Wee. this. No, it's not what I expected. This looks so much fun elsewhere. Ow! and I couldn't find it on the internet that there was a special effect and he was really dropped. Wow. I warned you about touching me with that cross, priest. Oh, that's his, That's what Mary heard say. Yeah, that's right. That's, Mary Beth um, Hurt. Mary Beth Hurt. Wasn't, wasn't she in St. Elmo's Fire? I don't know, no, man. No, I didn't no, look no, her no, up. Man. I didn't look her up. You did? I didn't either, man. Right. Oh, I did. I looked her up just enough to read the, the... I typed in her name and boom, right in the browser. American actress. I was like, okay. And that's all you read? That really hurts. Wait, that really hurt? That hurt. That that's right. Thing? That hurt. She was oh. in that... Go she ahead, was she in that... That's girl sequel. That's hurt. That's, girl. That, that's, that's hurt. That's gotta be hurt. Ooh, that's gotta hurt. She wasn't married to William? No, I don't think they're related. 
Who knows? Next show. Okay, so basically what we're getting is, is like, we're going to make a deal with you, okay? You rebury the church, you uh, give us Father Mer uh, Father Francis so we can kill him, and right. then we'll let the English live. Well, that's going to piss off Sergeant Major Harris. If it's a and his friends to disperse quietly and go home. And we'll be the ones doing the sparing. It's wonderful. <laughs> Did you say we'll sparing or sparing? He says, we'll be the ones doing the sparing. He's really pissed off at that. Yeah. We Speak, can just uh, run right over you, you Zulus. Oh, hey, look at Party Boy. More cocaine. <laughs> Give me more cocaine. Where'd you find this shit? It's Darth good Peter shit. already did this. Look at All that right, upper arm here. Did you see the art hair in his pits? It's perfect. Oh yeah, that will be down. Perfection. That's one of the perks when the devil possesses you. <laughs> Your Sculpted hair. armpit hair. So, Chi Chi's fighting. Okay, and that's mm -hmm. what this struggle is. We're seeing. <laughs> So Francis knows what he's got to do. He's got to go to his tent and get his, like, exorcism kit. And that's how he can get <laughs> rid of, uh, okay? But he, she, he leaves behind Rachel. So now Rachel is alone with Satan. Not, did not plan this well. Look at Rachel's. Satan. Is real. No, no, it tastes like real meat, but Satan is actually uh, plant based. Uh, yeah, it's it the, in, the impossible looser fur. Oh, Satan? Look at him, man. He is almost perfect. Look. Weird CGI. Okay, so he's got Rachel alone, and Rachel's the only person he can fuck with right now, so he's gonna fuck with her. Oh shit, I missed it. Okay. I missed it. He said, I am perfection. Oh, I yeah. I missed it. I wanted to hear that. Oh, well. Look at that. Rock the house in. I'll have to play some other dialogue so you can hear uh, Hurt's voice. Okay. Mary Beth Hurt's voice. Did you hear me say rock the house in? <laughs> what? What does it mean? I don't get it. Oh, because the yeah. house was rocking? Yeah, that was covered by rocks. Rocks have landed on it. Now, yeah, they cover it, and Marin is like, fucking move those rocks! Fucking move those rocks! Rachel's trapped! Right, and Rachel's stuck there with like, the devil. We'll do it in the morning! It's not safe! Oh, boy. That means Marin's got to go in and save her, right? <laughs> he can't. There's rocks in the way. We'll wait till the sun to come up. Then we'll start moving the rubble. The rubble. All right, sir. I'll move me rubble myself. <laughs> I'm not moved. So why should I move the rubble? <laughs> morning. Good morning. Good sleep morning. Well. morning. Morning. Did you sleep well? Yeah, like a baby. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a job, you know. Yeah, right. We still can't talk. You know, we still talk. Go out there and see if our friends are gone or not. And have a look for Father Francis. 
I just love these accents, you know? And the Major Granville was the upper class accent. And he's like, obviously the like, um, deep in the heart of London poverty accent, which isn't Cockney because uh -huh. that's gone away, but it was what Cockney used to be. Okay, now, All right. what happened to Father Francis? Father Francis was running off to get his exorcism kit, and we don't see, you know, that was step one. What happened to step two? Well, look what happened, because it's this fucked up movie, to Father Francis. The fuck? The, whoa. Wait, who is that? I can't see. Uh. That's Father Francis. Shot with arrows somehow. And that's not something the tribesmen do. They don't have arrows unless I'm wrong. They've got spears. It's not explained. And then right, they're so like, no Marin right now is like, hey, he's alive. He's fucking alive. Why did you guys take this guy down? Why didn't you investigate? He's all pissed off. Do you think it was Gina Davis, who's an expert uh, archer shot? Should have got my ex-husband, Rennie Harlan, to direct. All right, that's a stretch. Gina Davis of Earth Girls Are Easy? Yeah. Yeah, she's she done a lot. Married to what? She was married. I believe they were married. They did that wow. movie, uh, <sighs> Cutthroat Island. It was Rennie okay. Harlan. Rennie Harlan did Cliffhanger. He did uh, oh, uh, Speed 2. No, I think he did Speed 1. But uh, he did Cliffhanger, right? So he's a really good. And he's done movies. I've seen him do Stolen with Nick Cage. He does some direct-to-video. We saw that one with, with uh, Pierce Bronson. He's done all kinds. He's a journeyman. He did a movie with uh, Jackie Chan and, and Johnny Knoxville. Like, his movies are interesting. Uh -huh. And, yeah, at one point. But he kind of came out of favor because... He did a movie, strong female lead, Cutthroat Island, hundred million dollar pirate movie before Pirates of the Caribbean. Caribbean, before, okay. Yeah, when when pirate movies flopped, that pirate movie flopped, <laughs> and it's you know so, and I think eventually they they divorced, what have you. I don't really know the, what happened to that, right? But, you know, so but it was a pretty ballsy movie, you know, and so I made that joke. That yeah. It was Gina Davis who shot him. hanging on the wall. Isn't that weird? What's on the wall? Karma suit. Okay, well, we uh, when we see Missed the poster it. again, I'll see. Oh, I know a poster you saw. No, that's the case you're choking and lying on the floor. Oh, my goodness. I have a karma sutra joke, which is so funny. I forgot to do it at the open mic. I'm going to an open mic tonight with uh, a right. comedian named uh, uh, Jim McVeigh, who I, I think will be I know doing Jim my countdown for this episode. If Jim McVeigh, is he from the Bay Area? He's not. I know why you say that, because there is another Jim McVeigh out there. And um, I, I showed that to him on Facebook and stuff. There was a little back and forth between the two of them at the time. Oh, yeah. So let I, me had, I had someone who would, went with my name perform as a stand-up comedian in, Los An in San Francisco for a while. Yeah, that's why you're Mike, not Michael. No, he went as Mike Spiegelman. Or he might have been Michael Spiegelman, but he was definitely a stand-up comedian with my full name. Okay, now, they were about to take the rocks off, and the rocks are just coming off on their own. Oh, easier. 
That's good because we only have 40 more minutes. Speed the film up, have the rocks come out. Yeah, we're going to skip the... Um, Closing credits? Yeah, because this film is an hour 55 with your intro, which was abbreviated, and a countdown. I'm not sure how we can do it. Maybe we'll just do an abbreviated countdown, and I'll get two countdowns out of uh, Jim McVeigh. Now, you remember Timothy McVeigh. Sure. Yeah, he writes to me all the time. Yeah. So I've been trying to convince James to go by Jimothy McVeigh. I think that would be hilarious comedy. Yeah, great. He's not Do doing tour. Jimothy. Jimothy McVeigh. Jimothy McVeigh. I understand why he's not doing it. He doesn't want to be a one note. Okay, so yeah. now everything's fucked up. But the rocks move. Now, Rachel is a love interest, even though that's not coming to fruition or anything. So he's going in there to try to Save find her. what happened and rescue her. So I'm kind of scared. Like, I don't know what happened that night. Well, he's going to find her that, that nothing really happened. He is just... She is sleeping, essentially. At least that's what he thinks. So he goes to try to wake her up. Okay. And then what we find out is she's really not just sleeping. She's going back to her tragedy, reliving it and doing things differently. So this is her opportunity to make things right and lose her guilt. Gotcha. Not convoluted at all. Not convoluted at all. <laughs> <laughs> so now she's like, why did you wake me up? I was there. It was real. You were dreaming. Rachel, you were dreaming. You were to be. I want to be back. He took me there. You were dreaming, that's all. But I want to go back. You so you can see what she's doing. Now, we are about to have the priest, for the first time ever, being inappropriate because Rachel is all up in his junk, man. Oh, yeah. Maybe I'll play it because Satan interrupts them and we'll hear Mary Hurt's voice. They're about to kiss and then there's the... <clears throat> and then look, the, the... Do they kiss, though? Do they kiss? We don't really see lips touch, you see. Oh, no. You're a passionate man, Mary. I guess it sounds like a woman's voice, right? Yeah, right. Oh. Okay, so the thing is, if I was Lucifer, I'd want him to kiss because now I got a priest breaking his vows, right? But right. no, he interrupts it and it doesn't happen. Marin's like, Rachel, get the fuck out of this cave. And she takes <laughs> him up on that offer, even though a second ago she wanted to go back and relive. Let me see if past. Then you destroyed it. So he's saying, look, she was getting a chance to redeem herself and you fucked it all up, Mary. He's got the force clearly. Did Father yeah. Francis? Yeah. So he's like, did Father Francis mention me? He goes, yeah, he said you were Satan. 
Okay, so what's going to happen now is Marin is going to realize with no Father Francis and nobody else to save the day, and I never stopped being a priest, it's up to me. I've got to go make my peace with God, and I've got to come back in here and exercise this body. Now, I guess that was also in From Dust to Dawn, if I remember correctly. Mm -hmm. uh, oh, Harvey Keitel was a priest who put his collar away and stepped away with his family. And then when they're covered by vampires, he right. quickly became a priest, or not quickly, two hours into the movie, he becomes a priest again and then turns all the water into holy water and they're super soakers. And they come out and they start spraying <laughs> right. this water. And because the guy was a priest now, it's super soaker of holy water. And it sprays on the face. It said them going, ha, 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 cut it out, guys. They're like, ah, right. holy said, water. holy water. Oh, I asked for gin. So there you see him now. He's not in the upstairs church anymore. He's gone down to his chamber. And this mm. is his church. He's telling Marin, he's like, you hate God. And hey, why not? He gives you guilt, baby. Come with me. I could absolve you and save you. So now Marin gets out of there before he takes him up on that offer because it's tormented his whole life. He's now trying to pray to God, make right with God. He's going to get on his priest's uniform, get the exorcism kit, go in there and do his job. Actually, you know, they had to cut out the scene where he realizes he didn't have it and he went to Spirit Halloween store and picked up a priest outfit. <laughs> costume. Sexy priest costume. Now, I, Sexy exorcist. Now, even though I've seen this five times, I'm unclear if he is in Father Francis's room. Not nah, he's like his own. old, put away. Yeah. This is like John Wick when he like breaks the, the floor and takes his coins out. You're such a John Wick fan. Are you a John Wick fan? Yeah. I'm the only one. I started watching John Wick, the first one. And it was so yes. stupid, I quit on it. And I've never sure. seen... Well, I each, saw the dog. Each, each movie is longer than the, the uh, previous one. So you've stopped prior to 17 hours worth of content of beating up movies. Okay, I saw the backstory with the wife. I saw the dog get killed, which represented the wife getting killed. I saw right. the fight with the son of the... Okay, you know what's going on here. This guy was the converted Christian, and now he's like, fuck this, right? Right. Um, it was the point in which he was going into the house, having a big shoot -em up scene. And, he, I mean, first of all, he called up the, the father. John Wick's beef was not with the mob. It was with this individual person. Okay, he's the son of a mob guy, but it, he 